coming up, uh, hour number two of the radio program, Puck and Gas with you from the Carter Volkswagen studio. An hour away. We'll talk more about this coming up in a little bit. But uh, $100 to Habitude Salon and Spa coming up at noon. Lunch with listeners. Mother's Day, of course, coming up on Sunday. Uh, we want to know a funny story, a quirk about your mom, something that uh, endears uh, your mom to you. Uh, we will share our stories uh, coming up at noon. Give us a call uh, coming up at 12 o'clock. And uh, the best story, the story that makes us laugh, the story that we like the most, uh, will win our $100 there to Habitude Salon and Spot. Joining us right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, you can hear him every single Saturday right here on Sports Radio 950 KJR from 11 to 1 o'clock. He had his debut show last week. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Terry Blunt. <laughs> Uh, what's up, guys? Hi, Terry. Now, what did we decide on the name of the show? Okay, now, we went with uh, Blunt Sports Talk, uh, the it. obvious choice. But the, it's kind of like, you know, what your your suggestion is kind of like when you go to In-N-Out and you have the secret menu that <laughs> no one knows about. You know, so that's that's the actual, that's kind of the secret name is the one one you have out. So, and, so, so we'll just leave that for everybody who really knows. Did you ever you know? know, Gas, you've been to In-N-Out. I never knew there was a secret menu you could order off of. I've never, never been, I've never been to In-N-Out. Well, then you would know about oh the secret menu. Gosh. I've never been to In-N-Out. It's good. You'd oh, like it. Is oh it good? yes, you yeah, have not good. lived. Yeah, oh, good. my God. Well, I've been to some yeah, pretty right, good, I've been to some pretty good burger places. I yeah. don't feel, like, God forbid it's, something were to happen to me this afternoon, like I injured myself trying to get to the Mill Creek Country Club in less than 50 <laughs> minutes, and it's a poor gas, he never got to In-N-Out. I'd be like, yeah, but I did some I mean, pretty cool things. Your, that should be on your tombstone when you die if you don't. <laughs> get in my, my tombstone's going to read, I told you I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> I love that. By it, the way, it's I have good. got you guys beat on the craziest baseball injury ever. I oh. have definitely got you beat. Okay, well, you, you, you have okay. be, you have a story that beats David Price being missing a start because he was playing the video game Fortnite. I got to hear this. Okay, I, this is a good. So this is true. Now, back in back in my Cub reporting days, a young young buck when I was covering the Astros in the 1980s when Nolan Ryan was in his great years. Uh, Nolan Ryan's tough as they come. Never missed a start. You know, we all know he beat the crap out of Robin Ventura when he charged the mound, that whole story. Okay, so we come in. The manager time was Bob Lillis, and he says, hey, guys, just got to let you know uh, Nolan's going to miss a start tonight. And we go, huh? Goes, well, what happened? He goes, well, he got bit by a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is an absolute true story. He had oh. a ranch. The ranch in Alvin, Texas, got bit by a coyote, had to go get tested for rabies, was completely pissed off that he had to miss his start. And uh, it really, it, was not, it didn't hurt that bad. They just wanted him to go get tested for rabies because yeah. he got bit by a coyote. Well, now, how did that happen? Was he out working his ranch? I mean, did the coyote come it's into the as, house? It's not as fun as it sounds. It didn't yeah. like he was out there with a gun shooting wild oh, game or anything. Right. It's He had actually found two coyote pups that apparently had... Their mother had been killed or something mm -hmm. like that. So he took the two pups back to his home, and in the process of doing that, one of them bit him quite nastily on wow. his hand. And so he had to be tested and all this stuff, and he was really mad about it. So, yeah, yeah, he literally had to miss a start 
because he was bit by a coyote. But do we think <laughs> that that does that fall into the same category as I played video games too much and hurt my hammy? No one's actually trying to do something. Po- I mean, I get the point. They'd be like, just leave sleeping coyotes lie. I get that. But at least he's trying to do something for two of God's creatures here. Right. He's you know, to help Price him, is so, like, yeah. I better play Fortnite for the nine millionth time before I go to bed. And, and you know, so it's a, That's right. it's a little different. You know, I mean, Ryan was a rancher. I, yeah, I, w- I would seriously doubt Nolan Ryan has ever played a video game in his life. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> how'd you explain that to him? That's, a, that's awesome. How'd you get hurt? Oh, I was playing video games. How'd you get hurt? I was trying to save a coyote. I mean, it's, <laughs> one has an act of manliness to it. The other is like, well, I was playing video games. That is a very good point. Oh, that, I just, it is it, highly unusual. And, no. and we were joking earlier, Terry. And again, uh, uh, Terry uh, Blunt joining us has a show uh, Saturdays right here on 950 KJR, 11 to 1 o'clock every single Saturday. Debut show uh, was last week. Uh, Blunt Sports, Blunt Sports Talk with Terry Blunt. I like to call this segment Smoking Sports with Terry Blunt. But, you know, we're yes. going to confuse you with a bunch of different That's names. our inside name. Yeah, yeah. inside name. Um, the, cool pe- the cool people know that one. That's right. When you when you smoke sports with Terry Blunt, you know that insider <laughs> menu. Dude, <laughs> I, want, I want the real menu here at In-N-Out. Yeah, what is style. the secret? How, animal style. What is the, yeah, the secret menu drives me. That's a, for another day, but it, it, that blew me away. I never knew that there was a secret menu there to uh, I, to In-N-Out. It, I'll say this. I'm going to In-N-Out now. The first chance I get, the next time I'm going to tell him he's In-N-Out, I'm going there. I'm like, forget this crap. I want whatever the secret menu you you right now, yeah, or I'm not leaving. I think you have to know exactly what I don't. Th- I think they'll. You know, I want yeah, the secret menu, and they'll yeah, be you like, "You have to what be a mean? member of the club." You well, can't, you, know, you can't just come in. You if have you're, to, you, know, you have to know the secret codes and all. Yeah. That. If you're loud and obvious, sometimes you can get what you want because they want you out of their place. <laughs> That's a good point, <laughs> That's right. Terry. What did what on the debut show last week? What did what did we cover here on the airwaves on Saturday? Well, it was fun. You know, we had uh, we had uh, T.J. Cottle on to talk about the Mariners. We had Greg Bell on to talk about the Seahawks. That was great about all the rookie class. And, uh, and we also had the uh, newest punter who is, I think, going to be a punting superstar. Michael Dixon was on the show to talk to us about his first week with the Seahawks. It was really cool. He, thought, he said some really technical stuff I didn't know. Like, it's actually easier to punt an NFL ball than it is a college ball because he said the NFL ball is, and this is his quote, is juicier than the college football. So it's easier to put where you want to put it. And uh, anyway, great guy, really fun interview, talked a lot about Australian rules football. And, you know, this guy's not just a punter. This guy actually, you know, played where you didn't have pads and had to hit people. Right. So, you know, he's actually a pretty tough dude. Yeah, uh, that was fun. It was a fun show. Yeah, we had a chance to talk to him. Yeah, he's he's got a good sense of humor. He seems like a pretty chill dude. And it sounds like yeah, from the people that the, the people that saw him said it's bizarre what he can do with a football. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I watched one video of just, well, I watched a bunch of video of him. But by the way, the whole thing of the urban legend about whether he actually drop kicked a, a ball sixty yards through the goal—that's true. He, he actually did that. But there is one video of him kicking a punt for Texas where he the ball left his foot at the five-yard line, landed in the air at the other 23, so that's 82 yards, and then rolled to the eight. <laughs> and uh, he said, he said, he told me he's actually disappointed when his ball doesn't go 60 yards in the air off his foot. He's disappointed when that doesn't, when, if it doesn't go that far. Wow. wow. So uh, he's going to be fun to watch. So I have okay. something in common with the new punter. <laughs> <laughs> That's very odd. <laughs> you do. That's amazing. What What did you happen to make? Well, well, I'm trying to think of Saturday you were doing the show. Did you happen to make it out at Rookie Minicamp at all? 
to see those guys? I did not. I did not get out there because I was doing the show and some other things and uh, actually went to the Sounders game after that, nice. that Saturday. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, it's exciting. I mean, yeah. the whole deal with Shaquem Griffin, of course, and, and everybody wanting to know how he will do and how excited he was to be there. And Greg says the guy's just unbelievable. He just, you know, you could, they had to slow him down, he said. You know, he said, calm down. It's, you know, <laughs> it's just rookie camp. My wife so, was, uh, yeah, my wife was at the airport two days ago, so flying out on a business trip, and he was there. And she was like five people behind him in the security line. And said that it was like a. She's like, it's amazing. You you wouldn't, you couldn't believe how many people came up to him to talk to yeah. him to congratulate wow. him to say, man, can't wait to see you play. And she said he couldn't been couldn't have been nicer. He like sat and talked, took pictures with everybody, hmm. and and shook yeah, their hand, talked said, to him. Yeah, he's kind of said that you know that you wonder about that. Is that going to get to him? And he said, look, I, I'm used to this. It's, it's yeah. been that way my whole life. Now I don't think he's quite going to realize what's going to happen when the NFL season starts and all the attention he's going to get worldwide. I heard he'd already turned down interviews in like Japan and, you know, across the globe. So uh, that's going to be happening. But he says it's, it's nothing new to him. He's, you know, he's used to that kind of stuff. And so it's no big deal. So maybe that'll help him. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, not to discredit, but he is the punter. It'll calm down a little bit around him. He seems right. just like a terrific. And you know, here's here's the other reason it was worth burning a draft pick on this guy. This guy wasn't the punter at like Southwest A and I. I mean, at Texas, he is used to that big crazy. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know, Terry. You know, it's like down there. The, yeah. the atmosphere yeah. around that. This isn't going to be a quantum leap for him to go into the NFL. He's going to look around and go. There may be a time where he goes. This is almost as big as it was at Texas. <laughs> yeah, well, I asked him. As a matter of fact, I asked him that. I said, I know Texas, the facilities there are beyond belief, and they are. I mean, the, the kids' locker rooms have TV screens in them. You know, it's unbelievable. So I said, everyone that comes up here talks about how unbelievable the Seahawks facility is. So from someone who came from a place like the University of Texas, how was it for you? He said, oh, no, this is this is something else. He said, this view, this practice field, this facility, he said, I mean, all I said, I couldn't be happier. He said, it's just, it's amazing. You walk in here and he goes, it, it stuns you. So that's good to know. Uh, Terry Blunt joining us. Got a new show that starts, uh, it's on every Saturday right here on 950 KJR. Last week was the debut Blunt Sports Talk with Terry Blunt, 11 to 1 o'clock every uh, single Saturday. I'm going to get to what's coming up on the show on Saturday. Uh, Brandon Marshall, that was the story yesterday, Terry. They're going to kick the tires on 34-year-old Brandon Marshall because he's over six feet, and so we got to think that uh, maybe he can catch a few <laughs> passes from Russell Wilson. Uh, obviously, he's, he's way past his prime. Uh, what do you think about kicking the tires on that guy? Well, I, you know, I, I think it's a possibility. It depends on what he would want. I mean, the guy's really big. You know, he's 6'4", 220. I don't, you know, he certainly doesn't run like he used to, but I know he can still catch. It's just, do you, is it worth it for, to bring in a guy who's probably just going to help you for one year? You know, is it, is it worth it? Do you think you need that badly enough? I'm not sure that he, they're convinced that that would be true in the fact that they have other guys. Why their, their depth at wide receiver isn't good, but, you know, their tight ends can play out wide. Uh, McKissick and ProSize both can play wide receiver, you know, and do line up at wide receiver sometimes. So is it worth it? The, what he gives you, though, is that size that they really don't have from anyone else, that guy who's – that was the one thing that they got from Graham. You know, he could do that role kind of down toward the goal line that, that Graham did in, in posting up on people in the end zone a little bit. So I just don't know that it's worth it, though, at this point. Now, for a team that's really kind of in some ways 
regrouping and trying to go back to who they were and starting over a little bit and going with younger players. I, I just don't see it as being the right move for them. I, I understand what he brings to the team, but I just don't think it's worth it. And you're saying not worth it to sign him, but in terms of bringing him in, this is I love when they do this stuff. Why not? Why not talk to the guy? Take oh, a look I, at talk to everybody. Yeah, everybody. exactly. Yeah, it doesn't totally. it, it doesn't hurt to to do that. And, and to, maybe you know maybe the guy blows your socks off. Right. Maybe he comes in and he still can run a four or five, and he's you know catches everything you throw to him, and you go well. Maybe this is. Worse. I, I guess the only yeah, it has, never hurts to bring a guy in. I right. guess the only hesitation would be for a guy for for the thought that you want to kind of get rid of the craziness and the extracurricular activity in your, right. in your locker room. And why yeah, why would yeah. you bring him in? Except you can he say that to him. Understand. You can be to borrow a word. You can be blunt with this guy and say, <laughs> yeah, look, no, the only be. only way we're interested in you is if all of this stuff is in the past, right. and and the first second we get the feeling it's not. You're gone, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I mean, I know what you, if he's in his prime, that's more of a concern. But at this point in his career, it's like, well, I guess if it was if he, if he were more in his prime, I'd be more willing to be like, okay, let's go. I mean, <laughs> right, this guy's right. clearly, I mean, yeah. I, you know, 2015, he had a good season, but but you know, he's he's taken major steps in that regard. He's that's talked true. to the public about his problems. He's really, I think, I hope he's passed that in his career and in, as a person. So he's talked quite a bit about that. So I don't know, you know, I I would he would have to convince me that he could come in and catch 30 to 35 passes and really make a difference for the team. And maybe, you know, we'll see. You are, uh, Terry, you are a huge NBA fan. Uh, we, we've discussed this before. What do you from uh, put on your, your old, you know, report, the old scribe hat from years ago when you are at the Chronicle Dallas Morning News? What, what, what would you write about what you have witnessed from LeBron James in these playoffs? Well, I mean, he's, he's, you know, I just, it bothers me that people always have to compare eras and compare him right. to Michael Jordan and who is better and all that stuff. Why can't we just enjoy the fact that he's the greatest player of his era? He's fun to watch every single time he takes the court. He is just not only in basketball, but he, he is probably the greatest sports athlete of his time today in any sport. And it's why don't we just enjoy that and watch him and and see what he does? So that's what I feel about it. It's just so much fun to watch him play and see what he does night in and night out. It's beyond belief. I mean, the guy the guy could literally be out there, I think, with uh, you know four guys off the YMCA league and still have a chance to win. He's he's just that good. So. I just enjoy watching him play every time, and I'm I'm you know I'm glad you brought that up because that's going to be a big topic for us. The NBA playoffs now on Saturday. I think, you know, we have this series now that everyone wanted to see at the start of the season with the Warriors and the Rockets. You know, the Rockets going out and getting Chris Paul, and there is some serious bad blood between mm-hmm. these two teams. I mean, these teams really don't like each other. And uh, I'm going to have on a, uh, a very old friend of mine from radio in Houston named Barry Warner, who's in the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. Who, if you've never heard him on radio, you will definitely want to listen. He is one of a kind. Uh, he was a mentor of mine many years ago, and he's going to talk about whether or not the Rockets can actually pull it off. I mean, I, are they good enough to actually challenge the Warriors? And there's so many people who think no, and there's a few who think maybe. But I just can't wait to watch the series because mainly because they really dislike each other, and well, that's going to make it fun. I think the Rockets are definitely, and I'm not sure I'd pick them, but this idea that oh, there's just no way. So well, hang on a minute. I mean, the Rockets were good all year. They've got the the horses and the tools. They've looked great in the postseason. I, it would not surprise me at all if they make it tough on the. I'll be more surprised if the Celtics 
make it tougher on the Cavs. And I'm not saying, I mean, you know, who knows what will happen then in the next round, but the Cavs, I think, have an easier road here than the Warriors. No question. I mean, Boston's going to get better and better. They're young and going to continue to improve. I mean, if they had had the guy they went and got at the start of the year, if he had played all season instead of 10 minutes, think how good they would be. So, but, you know, and, and Irving. So, you know, they don't have all their guys, but I think this Rockets-Warriors series is, is really going to be an incredible battle. The Rockets have deliberately built their team to try and beat the Warriors, and the Warriors think that's laughable. I just think it's going to be a hoot to watch. This is so important to Chris Paul, the first time he's ever made it to the conference finals. This is why he came to Houston. He had a phenomenal game with 41 points over the weekend to close it out. It's it's just going to be a lot of fun to watch and see what happens between these two great you know Western Conference franchises. And then you know everyone's assuming then you then you take on Cleveland, and they probably will. But uh, it's kind of fun that everyone's just kind of taking Boston for granted, which maybe will fire them up. But I just can't see them being able to contend with Cleveland and with LeBron. And Terry, give another quick plug for the show. But besides, uh, what other uh, guests you have coming on? What other topics do you think you guys will be chopping up on Saturday? Well, we're definitely going to talk a little bit about uh, no-hitters. You know, with, with right. Paxton coming off that fantastic game, how it was so fun to watch, being in Canada in his home country and all that stuff. And about no-hitters, we're going to go into some detail about no-hitters. And that is, in this era, are no-hitters easier, harder, or a combination of both to happen? And I have some stats that will be really interesting on that about whether we're going to see more of them, whether we're going to see less of them in the future, and why, and what they mean, what they can mean to a team, especially a team like the Mariners who are on the cusp of, of finally getting into the playoffs. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to uh, uh, talk a, a little bit about the Sounders' big game coming up with Portland. What a great win that was for them last night at Toronto. Really unexpected. They played so well. Uh, now can they go to Portland and win again against their big rivals? That that game will be Sunday. We'll talk a little bit about that. And I want to bring up something I'm going to do every week, and that's this thing that I do, which is either a sports hall of honor, somebody that goes into the sports hall of honor, or somebody that goes into the sports walk of shame. It'll be one for the week every week, and I uh, won't reveal who that is. That could change in the next two days even. But just one of those each week. Like, for example, if we didn't do one last week, but if I would have done one last week, it would have been the Pittsburgh Steelers in a Hall of Honor for what they did for Ryan Shazier, mm. changing his entire salary to an $8 million bonus, which right. I thought was really cool. So, you know, one of those every week. And uh, so a lot of fun stuff coming up. Mm. Hall of Shame should go to uh, Softy for – not understanding. Oh, I think that. Yeah, can't they both lose that bet? I mean, geez, that's it's, just yeah. Because <laughs> Terry's paying attention to the Sounders. Do we have yeah. time for Puck to ask? Because Puck was talking about their formation last night and how it impressed him so much, <laughs> and 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 how it was set up. And did, didn't you want to ask Terry a question about that? <laughs> we, I was got time, to, but we're just out of time. We're, we're 30, thirty seconds Listen, past. I have no, I, I tell you, I am no soccer expert, but I'm you know I really want to learn more about it since it became you know on our station, and I've gone to their games, and it's great, and I, I really love watching it. That game last night was just fun to watch. I mean, it was a, there was a save by Stephen Fry in the final seconds that kept that safe, preserved the win. It was amazing, and you know, it was a lot of fun. It was just fun to watch, and uh, I am far, far from any soccer expert. We've got we've got oh, Jack. Don't sell yourself short. Don't sell <laughs> yourself why we, short, Blunt. That, that's Terry. That's why we have Jackson, who obviously is pregame coverage that's coming right. up on Sunday. All right, eleven to one this Saturday. Blunt Sports Talk with Terry Blunt. We'll chat with you again next week. Have a good one, Terry. 
Thanks, guys. See you. All right, there he is, uh, Terry Blunt. Uh, Jackson, what time does the uh, what time does pregame start on Sunday? Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty there on Sunday.